Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Now I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. I love gagging on a cock. I love when my eyes are watering. It just, it makes me wet. It totally makes me wet. You want to buy my panties? Maybe. Maybe. Redone, honey? That's a maybe. You get a maybe. I don't know. How much are we talking? I love having a guy eat my pussy. I love it. I, I could I could lay there for hours. Eat away. Hey guys, how's everyone doing out there? Well, I wanted to, uh, first of all, I wanted to start off by just saying I hope everybody's doing well, hanging in there, making it through the quarantine phase. I know that I'm just getting so sick of it. <laughs> I'm ready for things to go back to normal, but Obviously, everybody wants to stay safe, and I totally get that too. So I hope that you guys have been listening to the podcast, and I hope that I can be a little bit of a help in cheering you up and putting a smile on your face and kind of helping you get your sexy, get your sexy on while you're in quarantine. So that's been my goal, and I hope that you are listening to the podcast and enjoying. And based on the feedback, I would say that is so. First of all, I want to give a huge shout out, huge shout out to my text group, my Curious Girl Diaries text group. If you're not in the text group, why not? Why are you not in my text group? This is what you should be asking yourself. First of all, it's a great group of people. I don't, by the way, I don't, I don't text anybody in a group. It sounds like that. It's just that I call it's my group text. I get to see, I get to see the whole group. Nobody else does, but I get to talk to everybody one on one on one. And it's so much easier for me. If you really want to get a hold of me, honestly, getting in the text group is the best way to do it or emailing me curious girl at the curious girl diaries.com. All the other platforms, the social media platforms, you know, I have to make time to go into those read the DMs and such. And, and a lot of them get buried and lost because there's a lot coming in and it's just harder for me to keep up with the volume, but I make a real concerted effort to, uh, you know, spend, spend as much time as I can texting people individually in the text group. And it's great. So if you want to be in the text group, you should be in the text group. You're crazy not to be. It's a lot of fun. That number is 415-997-0957. Once again, that's 415-997-0957. And I hope to be hearing from you soon if you're not already on there. But the fun thing, I got to tell you, everybody has the best ideas. One of the guys that I, so the last podcast I did, if you guys heard it, that's one of my guys in my text group. JM is from my text group. And what a hoot. I mean, I did not expect the stuff that was going to come out of his mouth to come out of his mouth. (laughs) I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. I went into that. I just want to say I went into that interview cold and so did he. So what a trooper. I just put together those questions. I put together, I think, 15 questions. He had no idea what I was going to ask him. I had no idea what he was going to say. You know, we he'd been in the text group for a while, and he's one of the he's been a he's been a follower of the Curious Girl Diaries for a while, and we've chatted you know back and forth briefly, just little bits here and there, but I really just didn't know what I was going to get into. I just love him. I mean, what this is this is exactly how I hope my listeners. I hope all you guys are having just fun, wild, crazy times like he is. This is, this is what I'm hoping to bring about the revolution that I would love to start. I want everybody just to be making their sex life a priority. So 
you know, you can live vicariously through vicariously through me. Hey, that's what I'm here for. No problem. But I'm also seeking out people that have other interesting stories and fun things to tell because, you know, JM clearly did. And, and it was quite fun. But anyway, my text group gave me, uh, recently just gave me a ton of ideas for great, great podcast ideas you know, and they say the funniest things. And I just want to say a big shout out to the, to the text group. I love you guys. Thank you so much. You really brighten my day and you know, you, you give me great ideas and a lot of those ideas, you know, I take into the bedroom too. So it's, it's a fun exchange of sexy thoughts. We're just exchanging sexiness. So I hope, I hope more people come on board. Well, I'm going to be doing a Q&A this time since I've kind of gotten a little bit behind on that as I as I tend to do. But this week will be fun because it's going to be a double header. I am releasing this podcast and then right after that right after it I'll release probably within 2 days. The next one that I did with Cowboy N and I asked him some of these questions too because you know, I get a lot of questions that are better suited for a man. And you know, I some of these things I, you know, I'm just like, gosh, we, you know, you need it. You need to ask a dominant or you need to ask just, just a man in general. Like, you know, he would have such a better spin on it. It's quite funny because many times I will ask him, I'll read a question to him that came in that I'm confused on. It'll be from a guy and he's, he knows exactly what they're asking me. I'm like, I wasn't sure what he was trying to say. Do you think he meant this? And he's like, no, he meant exactly what he said. He meant this. It's like, it's guy speak like you <laughs> guy men and women we really do speak different languages and uh, it's it's quite funny how you know if you ask a guy to read another guy's comment like they know exactly where he's coming from i'm putting my spin on it i'm interpreting it in my girl fuzzy way and uh, no you know it's just a it's just like usually it's just a real simple straightforward kind of man man question but Anyway, let's get right into the questions. Okay. This is from Lost Hopeless Thoughts. Tell me which is more exciting, me pinning you against your bedroom wall, grabbing and squeezing your throat with my hand as my left hand rubs all over your chest, sliding down your belly and in between your thighs, grabbing your princess parts while whispering in your ears everything I will be doing to you. Or me taking you to the back of the library, grabbing your hair tightly and bending you over a table while nobody's looking, slapping your ass till you're a red whimpering mess, then pulling you down onto your knees under the table and plunging my cock into your mouth while I read my book. Definitely number one. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean that, that manhandling, like pinning me up against a wall, squeezing my throat and then you know, playing with my breasts and squeezing, pinching nipples, or I don't, you know, grabbing, squeezing, moving your hands down, down to my princess parts. Nice use of words there. I like that by the way. And, um, whispering in my ear, everything you're going to do to me. Oh, hell yes. Hell yes, baby. That is right up my alley. That would be my choice. There you go. Okay. Poor Monsell. That's this person's handle. What have you done sexually that pushes the limits of your curiosity? Poor Monsell, how long have you, have you been listening to me very long? <laughs> I have done a shit ton of things that have pushed my limits and my curiosity. Let's see. Let me just, let me just name a few. Let's see. I've gone to sex parties where I watched people having sex all over the place, including myself. Uh, and I've had my hand in a man's asshole. I fisted a guy. Yeah. I've gotten into BDSM. I've had nipple clamps, click clamps, been slapped, gagged on cocks, Till my eyes watered. <laughs> what else? Oh my gosh. Pretty much, except for threesomes, I've done a lot of stuff so far. But you know what's funny? The, what cracks me up, I think, about this question the most is if you go back into my, if you really go back and listen and start from the beginning. I have a couple people that are like binge listening, like from the beginning, which I love. 
they could probably refresh my memory better than I can at this point. There's so many things. There's been such a long list of things that I have said. I've recorded myself saying that I would never do, you know, never, ever would I ever. One of the things is gagging on cocks. And in the beginning I was saying, I don't like a guy to grab my head and, you know, force it, force it down. Don't do that. I don't like. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. Like that. Now I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. I love gagging on a cock. I love when my eyes are watering. It just, it makes me wet. It totally makes me wet. So I'm constantly finding, I think, new ways to push my limits, push my boundaries, do things that I said I would just never do or never even knew that I was into. That's the fun part about just exploring and being open and having, you know, not putting limits on your sexuality. I mean, we all have certain, obviously the, the, you know, there's, there's, we all have definite no's, but there's a whole gray area that you get to explore and have fun with. And I'm so glad I have, I mean, I think back like where I was at, how vanilla I was when I started all this. Oh my word. And where I'm at now. And it's just, I, I can't, I'm so glad I know what I know. And I, I don't, I don't, I would never want to go back. This did not turn out the way I thought it would. I thought it was going to be me checking some stuff off a box and then getting back to business as usual, back to vanilla land. Okay. I had my little secret fun for a year of trial, you know, trying things and, and now I'm good. I'm going to wipe my hands of it and just go back to my normal life. No, there is no normal there. You know, this is my new normal. I don't have the old normal is not even on my radar. I wouldn't even want to go back to that if I could. So pretty much everything I do is a constant, everything I do sexually now is it's a constant push of my, of my limits of my curiosity. And it, it always sort of brings about new, new ideas and new thoughts. And the more, and this is the fun part because the more I've done this and the more I get all this feedback and the more I get to interact with the listeners and, you know, and the, and, and the people in the, in the, in my texting group, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Like I said, it's just, it, for me, it's just this huge exchange of ideas and, kind of sexual energy and I get to, I I benefit from it. I get to benefit from it. So it's very cool. Okay. Care and humiliation. That's this person's handle. Hey there, that's one fucked up blog. Are you someone's slut or would it be acceptable to have you as my bitch? Well, I don't know. I, I guess I am someone's slut. (laughs) And, and I have been, you know, by some, by some people's definitions, very slutty. I don't know if I'd call it that, but yeah, I'm definitely someone's slut. 
and it would not be, I guess. So therefore it would not be acceptable for you to have me as your bitch. But I always wonder when I get a question like this, what do you mean? <laughs> Literally, what do you mean? What would be, what does being your bitch entail? And is this all internet stuff? Cause I have to tell you, I have zero desire. I get this. I get a lot of guys reaching out wanting to just do stuff online and virtually. And I guess even, you know, before we had this pandemic, uh, now it'd be, now it might be appropriate, but you know, just to people that want to virtually be something to you, virtually dom you, be your virtual whatever. I can't, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't quite get the, the allure. It, it doesn't do it for me. Now, again, this could be one of those things. Let's, let's roll the clock forward another year. I might be saying, oh my God, online and camming, not me camming, but just, or virtual sex and, you know, having Skype sessions with random, random dudes is so much fun. I never thought I'd like it, blah, blah, blah. I just have to honestly say right now, I just, just, it's so far it through this whole four years, it has not been my thing. I like, I like the physical contact. I need that. I enjoy it the actual, doing the actual act. I don't just want to masturbate, you know, and have someone watch me and I'm watching them. I want real life physical contact. So to me, when you, you know, when someone says something like, you know, like this, this person did, would it be acceptable to have you as my bitch? That wouldn't do anything for me. And you wouldn't be doing anything for me. You wouldn't be doing me any favors. It would not be satisfying to me to be your bitch and not be, you know, able to interact with someone. So like live and in person. So care. So to answer your question, care and humiliation, it would not be, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart. It would not be acceptable to have you to, to have me as your bitch. No. Okay. Redone honey, any panties for sale? I want to taste your pussy, please. Okay. Now I gotta tell you, I get this request all the time. When I first got it, I just blew it off. And then I was like, what do you mean? You want my underwear? You know? And I started asking more questions. It's pervasive. It keeps coming up. And I gotta say, I'm not going to lie at this point, I'm, I'm a little intrigued by it. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you want to buy my panties? Maybe, maybe redone, honey. That's a maybe you get a maybe. I don't know. How much are we talking? (laughs) What do you want me to do in the panties? Do you want me to work out in them? How long do I have to wear them? Tell me what you're, what you're interested in here. I might consider it. I might, but if we're talking, if we're talking only double digits, no, it has to be triple digits. If you're not, (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this for 80 bucks. And, but this is, this is fascinating to me. It really, really is. I I would like to interview somebody. Hey, if you're somebody that likes to buy panties, I want you to come on the show. Please let me interview you. You can stay anonymous. I'm anonymous. You can be anonymous. I would really love to understand this more. I think it's, I'm fascinated by it. I, I come across all kinds of you know, kinks and fetishes. This is just one that I'm super interested in. So if anybody can, wants to email me, curiousgirl@curiousgirldiaries.com. They want to be on the show because they do this. They like this. They can shed some light on this for me. Please reach out. Or again, don't forget, you can join, text me, come to the text group. Come on in. It's a lot of fun. 415-997-0957. Somebody asked me today, it's like, is that your, is that really your number? I'm like, yep. (laughs) They didn't text me though. (laughs) Maybe they're scared. It's okay. Don't be scared. I don't bite. I'm very friendly. I'm fun to text with during the day. 
I guarantee you, I'll, I'll make you smile. I'll make you laugh. You'll like it. Um, okay. I'll be that sexy little friend. I'll be that sexy little friend that you always wanted. Okay. Next question. Eat her, eat her buddy. Yeah. Eat her, eat her buddy. Hi, I'm a pussy eating addict. The aroma from a pussy is one of the best that has ever entered my nostrils, especially a pussy that's been sitting in the office all day, sweating, secreting, occasionally urinating. That combination makes for a wonderful stimulating owner odor at the end of the day. Putting my head between your legs is very stimulating. Are you that girl? Well, eater buddy, I, let me tell you something. I love having a guy eat my pussy. I love it. Like I could, I could lay there for hours, eat away the, you know, I mean, I guess if you wanted me to be working out or something, I I don't sit in an office all day. So, you know, I I tend to keep, I, I, I feel like I keep it very clean down there. Maybe I, maybe I wouldn't be odorous enough for you, but you know, uh, am I, am I that girl that likes to have her pussy eaten? Absolutely. I love to have my pussy eaten and it's, ugh, it's the best. And let me just tell you, if you're good at it, oh God, that's my Achilles heel right there. Like really seriously, like if you're good at it. If you're not good at it, I'm just going to hurry you along. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, guys that really know what they were doing. I don't know if you were, I don't know if you guys listened to this one. It was my girl crush episode. And I had a friend on there named Mickey and she and I really got into talking about eating pussy. By the way, I just talked to her the other day and I think she's going to, a lot of you have requested to have her back. And I think we're going to do another podcast. So that should be fun. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, of, of having my pussy eaten. I, I fucking love it. Now, again, I don't know if you wanted to talk me into like, if I was feeling not, let's say not so fresh and I wanted to shower, but you wanted to still go down on me. I mean, I'd probably let you if that was your thing, to be honest with you. I let a guy go down on me when I was on my period. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's another thing. So uh, who was the other guy with the other question asking about, you know, the, the, the p- things that have sexually pushed the limits of my curiosity. I don't know if I want to do that again, but see, I knocked it off the list. I could say I've done it, been there, done that. Yes. The guy's gone down on me when, when I was on my period. <laughs> So maybe I shouldn't be, maybe I shouldn't be so judgy about Eater Buddy. Okay, Eater Buddy, I get it. You like that stuff? I'm all in. You want to, you want to, yes. I'll be that girl. You want to be, you want my sweating, secreting pussy? Go ahead. You can have it. (laughs) All right. Muscle cuck slave. Hello, beautiful. Just wondering if you might be interested in a cuckold relationship. Very open and honest guy here who is ready to relocate for that one girl. We could have a lot of fun as a couple and you'd be completely taken care of with any need you have. I'm very submissive and have a lot of experience. I would literally be there to spoil you and pamper you and find, uh, and find, help you find other hung guys for you to be with babe. Very serious about moving for that one girl. Well, that's tempting, very tempting, especially the part about being spoiled and pampered and all that stuff. And then you are sort of bird dogging for me for hung guys. This sounds like a good deal, but you know, the truth is, as I've come to realize, I could not be, I couldn't have a cuck, you know, like full time. I, that I don't, that couldn't be my primary relationship. I really, as I found out, just, I love a dominant man. Like that's what really does it for me. That's what makes me feel the most feminine. 
And I can, what I understand your point of view because I, I get it, like submissive too. So I know how that feels when you have somebody that's dominant over you and just, and, and wanting to please them and just do things for them. And I don't think I can, I can role play this part real well. I could role play this. I can have fun having, having encounters with someone like this. And, and it, and it is a turn on and I do have a dominant side and this does appeal to me, but to live this, to live this way. No, it's, I'm not that one girl. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I hope you find her though. I'm sure you will. And I think she's out there. All right. Danae. Just started listening to your podcast. Thank you. I'm listening to one of your podcasts with the cowboy right now. Oh my fucking God. How sexy is his sleepy morning voice? Jeez. That deep rumble voice is driving me crazy. You're one lucky lady. I know. I know. It's the voice. My God. I know. Ah, it's a panty dropper. It just gets you so wet. It's that Southern, not only is it that Southern voice, but he, I, I mean, his, he has a deep man's voice. Oh yeah. I can't, I can't, I know. I know. I'm Danae. I feel you, babe. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, 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 it drives me nuts. It, it really literally does. Like there's certain things about him that just make me go crazy. And the voice is one of them for me. And that's what, you know, and, and not everybody, you know, it's just, it's just one, it's a bonus. It's like, that's a bonus because there's all the other things. And then the voice, ugh, yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yes. It's, uh, I know he should do podcasts. You know what he should do? He should do like, just send messages to women. Like literally he could send money. He could send money. He could make money by just having, you know, women that want little voice memos or little voice messages every day that, you know, whether it's how about their day, you know, Hey darling, da, 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 how, the way he said, I can't, I can't even imitate him. But when he puts that, when he gets that cowboy and charm, I call it that cowboy and speak going, it just, I, women just fall apart. I see it. He, he uses it. I've seen him use it on other women. Like when he wants something or he's trying to, you know, <laughs> work an angle or whatever, you know, get the hostess to seat him faster. I mean, <laughs> it works. It literally does. It works on me. I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. It works on me. All right. Okay. Next question here, Matt, this is from Matt. Do you think women, a woman, can ever be truly satisfied being monogamous with one guy or will they always need new partners? Well, no, I can say this is a, this is a convoluted question. I'll try to make, I'll try to keep it simple because I'll tell you what I could get going off on a million different angles and a million different points of view on this one. But just, just a simple straight up answer is yes you know, I do believe that there are many women, most women, a lot of women, you know, that can be truly satisfied being monogamous with one guy. I was that woman for a long, long time. And, you know, when I started doing this, when I started doing this sexual road trip and exploring and just deciding to kind of try some things <laughs> all those years ago, I was that woman. And I literally thought I would do these things, satisfy my curiosity, scratch them off my list and go back to business as usual. And, 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 and it would have no effect on me, but I was the woman, but prior to this, I was the woman that when I was in a relationship, I, I was monogamous and I am still monogamous by nature you know, I don't need, you know, when I'm in, when I'm with somebody, if they didn't want, like if literally, if they didn't want me to be with other people, I would probably, I would make the decision and the decision would probably be just to be with them because I know 
how important, you know, one person is versus when you weigh that against casual encounters, there's no, you know, the, the, that somebody that's very important to you and that you love and, and that you have good chemistry with and good sex with and all, you know, when, when it's hitting on all cylinders, it's, that is, it's, it's, it's the priority. So yes, you know, I do think most women are perfectly happy being monogamous with one guy and they don't need, you know, new, new partners or, or to have partners within the context of that relationship. So yeah, I think, I think, yes, simply put, yes. Okay. Amy. Hi, curious girl. I want to be a curious girl. How do you find your partners and maintain your privacy? I've heard you talk about, I've heard you talk about a person sort of stalking you and you mentioned an app you used. What was the app? What advice do you have for women pursuing a similar adventure? Do you have tips for weeding out jerks and finding truly respectful men? Any other advice? Thanks. Oh my gosh. You know what? This is like literally, Amy, this is a whole show right here worth of, uh, worth of, worth of info. Let me see if I can kind of boil it down and be concise. Number one, if you want to be a curious girl, go out and do it. Please do. I, encourage this. This is the whole point of me sharing this experience with other people is to hopefully, you know, my, my, my soapbox platform has been this whole time that it's crazy to me that we are so, we are so wired for sex. It's one of our basic human needs. And yet it gets put so far down the list that it's ridiculous. You know, we all get to a certain point where other things take over. I'm constantly bombarded with messages, emails, you know, I hear from what's, you know, I hear from you guys, I hear what's going on out there. And there's so many people that are, you know, caught in sexless relationships, unsatisfactory sexual relationships. They don't get to, you know, indulge in their fantasies. They don't get to try, you know, try things out or they're afraid to. And the one thing, you know, if I would say the the one thing that I'm about and that I've tried to be about is just to encourage people to make their sex life a priority. Just like, you know, you make, getting, getting up, getting out of bed, going to work every day. Somehow you probably don't want to do that, but you do it. Think about how, how much you can accomplish when you do want to do something. When your sex life gets good and exciting, it gets easier and easier to make it a priority, but you have to start somewhere, you know? So, so if you want to be a curious girl or a curious guy, please do so. It's, you should, you know, you have, we're not going to get, this isn't a dress rehearsal. We don't get another shot at this, you know, make the most of the time you have and what you have. And, and if you think sex is important to you, put it on your list. Because, you know, you're the only one that's going to make it happen. But definitely, definitely, Amy, if you want to get out there and do it, please do. And then how do I find my partners and maintain my privacy? Well, as a lady, I got to say, it's not very hard. You just kind of got to put your, you put your feelers out there. There's all kinds of app, dating apps. There's online websites. Listen to next week's episode, Cowboy, and gets a little more into that because there's another guy that's asking about that. And I know I've mentioned other websites before, but uh, maintaining your privacy. Okay, so that's a big thing. So through the websites, you can maintain your privacy. If you want to just give, use a different name, you know, give, change your name. You know, obviously your profile doesn't include your name but you can be private about it. I, one of the things as a woman that I've never, that I don't do and, you know, didn't do, and I don't have anybody to my house. So that means so people say, can you host? No, I cannot host. I never host. I don't want to host. Uh, I don't want people knowing where I live. I have had some, in the very beginning, I had some stalkers. I think just being, making sure that pictures, well, here's a key thing, pictures that you post, Amy, when you post them in a profile, there, you need to check 
check and make sure those don't include any like geographical information about where that picture was taken. There's an app I have on my phone. It is called, let me pull it up here. I'm looking for it right now. Oh, poop. Of course, I'm not finding it. Hmm. Oh, what is it? Darn it. It is called, hold on, hold on, Amy. Well, I'm looking for it right now. There's an app on my phone, but I'll explain it to you in case I don't find it. Oh, I think it's called EXIF, E-X-I-F. Yes, and what you do is you put your picture through there and it removes any and all metadata that would give any indication about, about you, things that you don't want someone to know. So EXIF, I think it's a free app um, in the iTunes or in the, uh, you know, Apple store. So make sure that you put your, run your pictures through there so that you're not, you know, giving out any addition, any information you don't want, like your actual, like if you take one in your house, like what your, you know, what your address is. <laughs> it's creepy. All the stuff that gets attached to these photos you don't know about your, it's one thing I don't like about iPhones and all these, these smartphones is everything is so linked and it just naturally, it's like your apps know where you are, your pictures are telling where you are. You have to be very careful as a woman, you know, most men, this not so much, but for women, you know, a single woman, we really have to be careful about the information that we're putting out there. So, so use that. That'll help you. And then what do I have? What advice do I have for pursuing something like, like what I've done? Well, you know, obviously, Hey, go back and listen to the first episodes, the first year of the podcast, that's going to give you a really good guideline and outline. There's things I did that I shouldn't have done. Listen to the episode called ugly fucking. That's where I, you know, that's a no, no, where I just kind of cold went to a hotel room, you know, and had never met somebody prior to that. That's that I do not recommend. You need to, you have to really screen these guys, screen them. You want to talk to them on the phone first, meet them in a public place, go have coffee before you get together, see if there's chemistry, if you like them. And then, you know, I don't know about going to somebody. I see, I've, I've always, I haven't gone to anybody's house until I actually knew them or had been seeing them for a while. By seeing them, I mean, you know, just go to a hotel. That's quite frankly, that's, you know, that's what I was doing in the beginning. Just that way, no one's coming to my house. I'm not in their house. Cause that's straight, you know, that's, you don't know, you know, you're, you don't want to go to somebody's, I, in my opinion, I didn't want to go to somebody's house that I didn't know either. So, and then tips for weeding out the jerks. Let's see here. Okay. What I find are unfortunately in this online world of dating or hookups, there's a lot of bending the truth, <laughs> exaggerating, very grossly bending the truth. You're going to find a lot of married guys and you're going to find a lot of guys with girlfriends and just basically cheaters, basically just cheating scumbags. That's what I like to call them. And, and, and I don't mean to sound harsh, but in my opinion, it is. Look, if you're, there's a lot of guys on there that are married or that have a girlfriend, they just put it out there. They say, they, they just say that in their profile. That's fine. There's nothing. Hey, just be honest and upfront. When you are lying about it, that's when you become a dirtbag. Just don't lie about it. Be honest. You know, you're, if you're putting up a profile and you're, and you're kind of anonymous too, you can say, Hey, give, give two sentences about your backstory. Married, in a sexless marriage, looking for, looking for some fun, no strings attached, whatever, however it is. That's, you know, that's being honest. But so many times guys do not. And because, you know, they know that's going to lower their odds. Well, suck it up, buttercup. Tell the fucking truth. You're a grown up. Don't sit there and lie like a child. That's what children do. So I don't have any respect for that. But Amy, that's the, that's probably the biggest thing you're going to be up against. You know, the, you know, the fastest way to figure that one out, Facebook, ask them what their profile is on Facebook. Ask them what they're, ask them to add you, take a look at it. 
what what's their what's their name on Facebook? You know what? And they don't even or they don't have to add you. You know if you if you can see any basic information about them, you know, and if you see they're married, well, <laughs> but uh, now uh, I don't want to bias you because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of, you have, you do have to sift and sort, but man, I have found so many nice, just if you, again, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, along the way, I just, I have met some great guys, amazing, amazing guys that I'm going to be lifelong friends with. And that's the truth. And, and we, you know, some of these guys I'm super close with just great, great guys, great people. And so they're, so they're out there, you know, you, you'll find, yeah, you know, yes, you are unfortunately going to find a lot of ding dongs, but you're also going to find a lot of really cool, cool people. So I think that's it for my advice that just, and, you know, and, and have fun and be very clear about, you know, really kind of take it as your, if you're going to do it, go, go for it. Do it like I did make a list, put, you know, put, put things on your bucket list and just start scratching them off. And from there, so much is going to happen. Doors are going to open. You're going to get more creative. You're going to broaden your horizons. You realize things that you like that you never thought you would. And then there's going to be things that you thought you'd like that you won't. It's, it's, it's a huge self-discovery. So have fun with it. And if you start doing it, I please, I hope you'll keep me in the loop, like reach out for me to me from time to time and just tell me how's it going and what's going on. I really want to like, if you do this, Amy, I want to, I want to keep in touch. Okay. There you go. I hope that's helpful. Let's see here. I think the last one is going to be from one of my, someone in my text group. And I'll just use his first name. It's Matt. So Matt gave me, Matt gave me some of the best, his input for, I I was asking about like what, what people wanted me to be podcasting about. Like, give me some great, you know, give me some show ideas. What do you want to hear next? What, What should I, you know, I was just picking everybody's brains and I got some fantastic ideas from, oh, I'm sorry. No, not Matt. Pardon me. Pardon me. It's Bill from Bill. Matt, you gave me good ideas too, uh, <laughs> but from Bill, but Bill also had a little bit of a, some constructive criticism he wanted to give me before he got into his grief, before he unleashed his fabulous ideas on me, he had some constructive criticism. So I want to read that. He said, I'm a recent listener. And the other day I was listening in the car, you were talking to cowboy and I'm not sure how it came up, but I felt like you, you seriously dissed your main audience, meaning men. Perhaps your audience is not, the majority is, is not male, but somehow I suspect it is. First, you both congratulated each other on what beautiful specimens of human, of the human race you are. That's cool. I'm glad that you're super attractive. It makes your stories better. I'm just not pleased with the way you went about it. I really feel like you talked down to the audience. Then you started talking about the men listeners and I got the feeling that your impression and cowboys is that we're all fat, greasy, hairy belly, micro penis guys jacking off to your blog or to some other porn. Okay. I apologize for my rant. I was just, it was just the way you guys were talking that made it sound like you were so superior. I suspect your audience is a reflection of all walks of life. I'm sure you did not mean to do this, but perhaps you might think of this in the future. Well, Bill, first of all, I always appreciate when people give me constructive feedback and you're certainly not the first person that's ever done that. So I don't take it personally, but, and I do understand how sometimes, you know, when you hear something a certain way, how, how it can sound, I totally get that. But I also want to say that I love my listeners and I was not, I, I, I know the context in which Cowboy Ann and I were discussing was about, you know, all the dick pics I get. And I think he said kind of like online guys can be creepy and it's true. And I, it's hard for everybody to understand unless you're in my shoes 
the major, major, while I attract a great amount of awesome people, I also get amount a tremendous amount of just creepers too. So I'm, you know, Bill, I'm human, I'm normal, and I have my moments. And sometimes stuff comes out of my mouth and it does sound stuck up. And in, and in the moment, it's possible that I meant it that way. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't live my life, you know, walking around thinking I'm superior and that, you know, everybody that listens are just lowly, fat, greasy guys with micro penises and hairy bellies, like, as you put it, you know, no, not at all. I, I, a lot of the, I, and, and, and I know this because they send me pictures and they're, they're quite attractive guys. <laughs> that are, there's a lot of them that make me go, holy shit. Whoa. I mean, yeah, some good looking, there's just good looking people and women. I mean, a lot of good looking, attractive, you know, people, it's not just, it's not, you know, I mean, I, I'm not talking down to the audience. What I was referencing in that moment were, and these are guys that are, I don't even think are listeners. Like they see my blog, they see, they follow me on Tumblr, they'll follow me on Twitter and they see the sexy pictures I'm posting. And because they see that they've never listened to the podcast. They don't even know about this, this side of it. And they just want to send, you know, they just want to say some, and I, you know, quite frankly, I mean, I I've heard it all, every stupid thing that can probably come out of a guy's mouth I've heard and, or I've seen in writing. <laughs> I should say, but so, and there's days where, again, you know, I'm just like everybody. There's days when I just go, Jesus Christ, like literally who raised these men? They're out there running around in the world. Like really my, you know, my friends could be dating these douche bags. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, I think if you, depending on what kind of a day you're having or maybe how if I'm PMSing or not, <laughs> my inbox can be a fun place or it can be a real shitty place. <laughs> so, so that's, I think that's all I, you know, that's really all I was talking about, Bill. And, and, and it's not, and, and honestly, it's, it's not directed at my listeners because they're not the ones that are, that are doing this kind of stupid stuff, sending me, you know, just dick pics all over the place. And, you know, it, it's, it, like I said, there's days where it can really make you think poorly of the male species, <laughs> but I know that from interacting with my listeners, that's, they're not in that category. And I think you also mentioned that, that about the, the listener base, you know, being, being male or mostly male, it's actually 55, 45, which I'm, very excited about that. I have a lot of female listeners. I love that. I, you know, I, I, I love, and, and, you know, you hear, you're hearing the questions from them. I want male and female. I mean, I, I, I really do. I like the mix. I like the balance. So if anybody else took it the way that Bill did, that's again, I'll, you know, I'll apologize and say, please, please, please re-listen to it. Maybe after you've heard this explanation and it might make more sense. But no, I'm not directing those comments to anybody that's listening. And if I was, I would I would say your first name and call you out. <laughs> I wouldn't be vague about it. But no, it's not directed at anybody that's listening and that, you know, that the listeners, it's just these are random guys who don't even really know I have a podcast. They're just, like I said, following, following along the watching the naughty pictures I post and just thinking like, Hey, I can go ahead and send something ridiculous her way and see what happens. But all right, Bill, I hope that makes sense. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I've said it before about, you know, about when I, when I do reference how I look, I'm not one of those women that's going to say, I won't ever sit here and say that I don't know that men find me attractive. I know that men find me attractive. And I think that's okay to say. I don't, that doesn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, I don't compare myself to other women. I'm not competitive with other women. I just know that I have a, an appeal to men, you know, and, and 
I I don't know that if that's a if that makes me sound. I don't know how you put it. Oh, if if I'm congratulating myself on being a beautiful specimen, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, that's just that's just the. I didn't do anything for that. That's just uh, I can thank my parents for that. But what, you know, what what might turn a guy's head is on the exterior, but what keeps a guy around is what's you know what's going on upstairs and and on the inside. And so, I feel like I can I have. It's not just, uh, I'm not just going along on my looks here. You know, I'm definitely trying to, trying to have, be, be, be beautiful from the, from the inside out. So I hope that, hope that answers your question, Bill. And again, thank you for all of the great podcast ideas. I, I could never be mad at you (laughs) for anything you say, because you really did. You, you gave me some zingers, some good ones. I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. I'm going to expand on those. So thank you so much. And thanks for, I appreciate your honesty in it. And, and I do get criticism and constructive criticism from time to time on the show about all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's very technical stuff. Somebody was breaking down an episode and, you know, well, the show title said this, and you should, you should get to that within the first like few minutes. And, you know, I, I believe me, I just get, you name it. I I've heard it. I get bombarded with it. I have thick skin. I'm good with it. All right. Well, like I said, I've got another episode coming out in a couple days. Please, I'm going to I'm going to do two kind of back-to-back ones and and then I've got more exciting stuff coming. So, stay tuned. I hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. And as always, you know, questions or comments, you know where to reach me. Curious girl at curiousgirldiaries.com and last Last, last but not least, join my texting group. Guys, we're having so much fun. It's really the best way. If you want access to me and you want to be able to just chat with me throughout the day, I literally, I sit there and I I will text you one-on-one, just you and me having fun, private conversations. All right. That number again is 415-997-0957. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.